1: Hi everyone, it's Katie, BuildUp's manager of Global Operations. This week on the Nonprofit BuildUp, we are discussing holding grantmakers accountable for equity and inclusion. This episode was recorded as an episode from our Fast Build Friday series, a web series where we quickly build what you know about infrastructure design in the nonprofit sector. In this episode, Nick shares the first of two recommendations for holding grantmakers accountable by requiring them to share what they have done or are doing about equity in their grant-making. It is the first part of a two-part series. In particular, we should require every grant-maker that publicly shared their focus on equity in grant-making, especially since 2020, to explain exactly what they have changed within their organization's infrastructure to make them more equitable and inclusive. And with that, here is this week's Fast Build.
0: Hi, everyone. It's Nick with Build Up Advisory Group, and it's Fast Fridays, a web series where we will quickly build what you know about infrastructure design in the nonprofit sector. Today's Fast topic is holding grant makers accountable for equity and inclusion. How do we actually hold entities within the system that hold the funding and therefore seemingly the power accountable? When we talk about power structures within grant making, we don't really talk about grantees being the power holders, although they're the experts actually carrying out the work. Another conversation for another day. So how do you hold the organizations that are usually seen as the power holders accountable? And before we even get to that question, why should we? Because in my opinion, if the power holders aren't accountable within a system, then what's the point of having a system in the first place? And some of you might even say, Nick, of course they're accountable. They're being held accountable by their boards and their staff and their leadership. Now we've talked previously in many Fastball Fridays about governance structures that aren't set up to provide adequate oversight or accountability over an organization's work or operations. Board compositions that don't allow members of the very communities that grantmakers serve to be on the board or in the room. In organizational structures, that don't allow staff to perform fully within their roles or create diverse staff pipelines to provide that level of accountability. You might think, well, Nick, grantees have the opportunity to exercise some form of accountability because they're in that grantor grantee relationship. But as we've also shared in many Forward Fridays, we all know what happens in that relationship more often than not. It's not the norm that funders provide extremely flexible grant awards that allow grantees to do their best work. How then are grantees being set up to raise accountability questions to those same funders? So with all of that said, it's clear that we need to hold grant makers accountable. You'll see that I said grantmakers. If you're making grants, you should be held accountable for operating in an equitable and inclusive way. In 2020, a lot of grant makers started to think and talk more about equity, or at the very least, said that they would. Who's holding these grant makers accountable? As you can imagine, given the work we do at BuildUp, we were approached by many grant makers asking for help in creating equitable grant-making processes. And when we talked about what it took to have an equitable grant-making process, the amount of challenging conversations and accountability that they would have to put in place and the organizational restructuring they would have to do, a lot of organizations decided to opt out. What's interesting is that they didn't opt out and say publicly they weren't going to engage in equitable grant making. They opted out and declared instead that they would be focused on quote unquote equity, which allowed them to do anything really. As long as they could point to a slightly different thing that had been done without digging into what is required to truly create and support sustainable, equitable outcomes. The brave grantmakers we work with took that challenge. They're also finding ways to be held accountable and they're truly holding themselves accountable. I have two recommendations for holding grantmakers accountable for equity and inclusion. I'll share the first one in this episode and save the second. For our next Fast Bill Friday, the first recommendation to hold grantmakers accountable is to require them to share what they've done or are doing about equity in their grantmaking processes and practices. And do not accept when they point to an increase in their grantees that are led by people who are from historically marginalized or vulnerable communities as an example of what they've done. That is one piece of an outcome that may or may not evidence equity. We cannot and should not accept that alone as proof of equity or inclusion. Taking that approach is a checklist approach to equity, and it's not focused on true accountability for being an equitable or inclusive organization. In particular, we should require every grant maker that publicly shared they were focused on equity and grant making to explain exactly what they changed within their infrastructure to make them more equitable and inclusive. Because if they haven't changed things beyond their grant-making structures, haven't even changed much of their grant-making, haven't dealt with risk, and are only pointing to grantees that may look different than their previous grantees, we need to hold them accountable. And that requires us to ask, why is there no pipeline of diverse leadership? Why haven't you changed your supremacist policies? And why does your board look exactly the same as when you were complaining about equity not being at the forefront in the first place? we have to start that conversation. And that's our Fast Build. On our next Fast Friday, we'll continue the conversation about holding grantmakers accountable for equity and inclusion with a second recommendation. I wanna hear how you are thinking about accountability for grantmakers. I would love to hear from you and about your experience in the comments below. And if you're finding these Fast Fridays helpful or informative, I would love it if you would like this video and hit subscribe. Thanks for watching. Have a wonderful weekend, and keep building bravely.
1: And that concludes this week's fast build. As we wrap up this week's episode, we invite you to ponder the question: If we, including grantmakers, don't commit to holding grantmakers accountable, how do we expect true systemic change? Let us know your thoughts about accountability in grantmaking on our LinkedIn at Build Advisory Group or Twitter. Nick is building up. See you there.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of Nonprofit Buildup. To access the show notes, additional resources, and information on how you can work with us, please visit our website at buildupadvisory.com. We invite you to listen again next week as we share another episode about scaling impact by building infrastructure and capacity in the nonprofit sector. Keep building bravely.